0: Ashley, who landed the in-house copywriting job of her dreams. They all started with this free training, and you can get started with that same training too. Sign up right now at freecopywritingtraining.com. Welcome to the Build Your Copywriting Business podcast, where you'll get tips, tools, and training for new and aspiring copywriters, plus a few things even the established pros will want to know. My name is Nikki Krasick, and I've been a copywriter for more than 15 years, writing for multi-billion dollar companies down to solopreneurs and every size business in between. The Filthy Rich Writer team and I are here to teach you everything we've learned in our years in the industry so that you can craft a successful copywriting career of your own. To us, being filthy rich means having a job you love, being good at what you do, and making great money doing it. Let's dig in. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of the Build Your Copywriting Business Podcast. Hey, Kate.
1: Hello, hello.
0: Hello. Uh, today, we're going to do kind of a follow up on a previous episode. That previous episode, we talked about morning routines, how to get your day started so that you can have the best day possible as often as possible. Today, Kate, what's the flip side of that?
1: Evening, routine. <laughs> <laughs> Evening routines. Woohoo! <laughs> Which I think is actually, as I thought about this topic, more important for me. I don't know how you feel. I think morning routine, yes, it's a constant battle to make sure that that makes sense and I can sit down to work and actually get my day started because without getting the day started, I'd have no career. But the challenge for me, I think because morning routines get so much of the glitz and the glory, I feel like there's a lot about morning routines and, and getting going for the day. There's not as much attention paid to the evening routine and shutting down for the day, which for me is quite frankly a bigger problem.
0: Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah, I think morning routines, I'm already a little bit set up and I think a lot of us are. Many people are morning people. Um, Not everyone, I totally get that, but um, a a decent percentage of the population, I want to say it's it's a, it's a large percentage. Um, but a lot of us are kind of already set up for success because we have that energy because we're fresher because hopefully we've gotten a good night's sleep because we have a little bit of fresh perspective. It's a new day. It's a new, you know, newness all over. Very exciting. Whereas at the end of the day, it's, you know, your energy is waning. Exactly. You're just kind of like, Ugh. it's no matter you know how, whether you're working a full-time and a part-time job or whether you're doing any number of things that end of the daytime is like, it's hard enough to have enough energy to, to just finish, you know, send those last couple emails or finish up that copy doc that you're working on or, or whatever, send out that invoice or follow up on that invoice. Um, And I think what ends up happening for a lot of people is that instead of saying, okay, now I'm done, I'm moving on to the next portion of my day, we just kind of like let it, let the the workday like deflate, you know, just Mm -hmm. kind of bleh. Um, And that's not a great way to set yourself up for, first of all, it's not a great way to to end your workday. And it's not a great way to set yourself up for, recharging in the evening.
1: Well, quite frankly, the evening routine for me plays into the morning routine. My morning routine, when it's off and there is no routine and it's not effective, it's because the night before I did something that, you know, went down a YouTube rabbit hole till two in the morning, and now I'm getting up at seven and trying to get going for the day and wondering why I can't. Not really wondering. I know darn well why I can't when I've gone down those YouTube rabbit holes, but nonetheless... So it's
0: important. That's what we're saying. Um, you know, it's there. Again, there will be times when you maybe have to do that. where you set yourself up for a little bit of trouble when you have to do it in one day, but you will live and learn um, because you never want to have to deliver a copy in one day. And believe me, I definitely have been the person who's like, I get eight hours tomorrow. I'm going to write that sales page tomorrow. Um, and that's a big project. And with big projects, you need to be able to sit down, work on it for a little while, get up, walk away, do something else, maybe do a different project or whatever. But, um, and I apologize if anybody can hear the the landscapers outside. They timed this perfectly. Thanks, guys. Um, Okay, we timed this uh, inopportunely as well. It's just a beautiful kismet of sound. Um, But you as you're planning for your next day that's a great point is that your your task might not be write sales page it might be write the about me section of the sales page or write the header section of the sales page and you can also too not just look at the next day but kind of break out you know on monday night you can kind of break out the rest of your week and say okay my goal is to write the header on tuesday or to write you know whatever the the hero section on Tuesday and then this coming up. Um, But again, that nice thing about doing it at the end of the day is that you know what you actually accomplished that day and you can amend any plans you have for, for the following day. And if you look at your schedule and you have a lot of meetings, or if you look at your schedule and you have, I don't know, life stuff, if you have doctor's appointments or you have to pick the kids up from school or or whatever, um, you can, plan your next day with what's actually happening in your next day in mind.
1: Yeah. And I like to look at the kind of the week ahead from that at the end of the day, pull up my calendar and I'm pulling it up again, that reminders in there to set my alarms. But then I look at my calendar and say, okay, here's what's coming up tomorrow. The meetings what time do I need to block off in the next few days to get done what I didn't accomplish today? And so putting blocks on your calendar so that if a client asks, hey, can you meet this day, this time, or you're trying to book a discovery call or a kickoff or a creative review or whatever you need to book, you respect your blocks of time that you've blocked off for other things. And it helps you build in that padding in advance versus getting to a day and being like, I wish I'd built in that padding um, because we all need that room to catch up and play catch up and be realistic with, with our timing.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and when you don't build in that, that padding, that timing has to come from somewhere. I mean, that time has to come from somewhere. So where's it going to come from? It's going to come from your rest time, time, your free time. (laughs) Exactly. Which then it becomes not so free at all. Mm -mm. Um, Which actually kind of leads into the next point, which is something Mm -hmm. that both Kate and I need to get better at Mm -hmm. working on it um, is actually, Having a having free time, having free time. <laughs> We're to we definitely doing that. Um, yes, but also <laughs> is actually having a shutdown time at yes. the end of the workday, saying okay, it's 5 30 or okay, it's six o'clock, or whatever your time, whatever is. Your time if you're, is. If you have a full time and you're doing some some freelance stuff in the evening, maybe it's maybe it's five, uh, maybe it's eight o'clock, or maybe you work from eight to nine, or whatever. But having a prescribed time that you go okay done. I'm not, I'm closing my computer. I'm not checking email anymore. I'm not responding to mm-hmm. Slack. I'm not doing any of that kind of thing because when you, it's very easy and I will be the first person to tell you It's very easy because you've got your phone and you get your alerts and you're making mm-hmm. dinner and you're letting the water boil and, ah, well, you know what? I'm just going to answer Slack because it's right here and then I don't have to deal with it tomorrow. And it's, but what that means is that you never actually decompress with work. You never actually disconnect. So you are still working and your brain is still processing all this stuff. And if you're still responding to those alerts and the pings and the dings and the lights and all that stuff, you are never actually letting your brain check out, stop working and get into your quote unquote free time. It's not actually free. You're still working all evening long.
1: Yeah, even if it's an easy oh, I can shoot this email to a client. Every time you reopen the app, re go into work mode, it's taking away. You're not you're not de- ha- letting yourself have blank space and letting your mind wind down. Uh, and I say that because I know that. And if you're thinking, well, Kate and Nikki, why don't you use the do not disturb feature on your phone? I do. I don't know if you do too. That doesn't prevent you from checking these apps still. Uh, you know, I don't get my Slack notifications, but I still sometimes just then open the app, which is crazy. So what I have started doing is being very selective of what's on my phone. I took Facebook off my phone. That was one of the best decisions I've made. Uh, I don't need Facebook on my phone. I don't, you know, I don't need to mindlessly scroll down Facebook lane every night. So that worked for me. If it's a different app for you that you feel like, let me try it. You can always get it back. It's, you know, you can always re-download from the cloud if you really want to, but try getting rid of getting notifications that you don't need first, and then potentially unloading some apps that aren't serving you in your off hours. Mm -hmm. Um, quite frankly, I mean, for me, I'm kind of working traditional hours now, you know, nine to five, and I sit down at my computer. That's I'm in my office space. I don't need my phone. I can pull up anything I need on the internet and on a browser. And so when I leave this laptop, I don't need to take it with me. And one of the ways to do that is to ensure my phone only has things that I feel like I absolutely need or want to have there.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, for me, I I definitely have that same issue because I have my phone with me all the time. Mm -hmm. And yes, I I have do not disturb, but I find myself, you know, flipping it on, flipping it off. And I love listening to podcasts as I'm making dinner in the evening. So the podcasts are on, but then the alerts are coming through and, yeah, it's. Um, I will definitely say that this is something that I personally need to be working on. And also the the multi screen thing. If I'm sitting down, if I'm sitting down, have dinner, and then after dinner, maybe looking and seeing what's on, you know, Netflix or what any number of the subscription channels. Mm-hmm. Uh, who does cable anymore? But um, then also, if I've got my computer, they're just slipping over my computer just, you know, I'll just check my personal email. Well, if I'm in my personal email, I'll probably also then check my business email because the alerts are going to come up. And then if, take a look through and take a look through into Slack and then into our project management software, Asana, and I think of things and it's, it's uh, the, the the creep is real. The mm-hmm. work creep into the evening hours is real and something that I am working on Um That's a real cop out to say, isn't it? I'm working on it. That's very. It's like I'm. What
1: are you doing?
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm clearly not trying as hard. I'm not. I'm not doing it. Um, Okay, so I will make the commitment that I will not check anything work related after seven p.m. in the evening. Oh, a little redundant there, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, and I, Ooh, weekend's going to be tricky. That's going to mm. be real tricky for me. Cause if I'm not, if I'm not, if I'm not like hanging out with friends or it's just so it's easy, so easy. To add I get a little work and okay. So I need to pick time. And maybe maybe it's, I pick it out on Friday. Maybe that's one of my Friday closing out the week activities. I pick a time on the weekend, which sounds so crazy to be like, I pick a time when I can work. I happen to really love what I do, but I also know that both copywriting and running this business, but I also know that if I don't disconnect, I never actually get the exactly. I never get that break. And then Monday starts and I feel like it's just been 60 days worth of the hamster
1: wheel. Yeah. Yes.
0: Okay, so I'm going to stop checking anything work-related after 7 p.m. And on Fridays, I'm going to decide when, and a limited amount of time, I will work on the weekends. And maybe some weekends it's going to be a lot of work. Sometimes that happens. Maybe mm-hmm. some weekends it'll be no work at all. Um, but I will decide what amount that time that is on Friday. And so that I'm also not tempted on the weekends to go, well, you know, let me just, because there's so many other things to do with Mm -hmm. our lives. Mm -hmm. And as much as I love copywriting, I know you love copywriting and we love what we do. It's so easy to burn out when you're working all the time. Yes.
1: I don't know if you felt this way and I'm, I'm sure listeners, I'd be curious comment on our YouTube if you're watching it there and let us know your tips and tactics. 2020 really threw off, I think, lots of people's routines in so many ways. Forget morning and evening routine, just the whole life routine. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, that resulted in, well, there's nothing else to do. I'm going to take on work because to your point, I like it. It's fun. If I can't do anything else. Might as well be productive. Um, I feel like there's a space and my goal is to find space for unproductive times and being okay with being unproductive and feeling, you know, just sitting and looking out a window for 10 minutes. But to Mm -hmm. that point, my goal, so as folks know, this is not my real living room. I'm in the process of moving. I've been staying with my parents for weeks now. Um, And I finally in the past week said, nope, 6 p.m. is going to be my shut down the screen time. And I'm just realizing how much less I can do, but that's because 2020 set me up to think I can do so much because my hours weren't controlled. They were not set. It was kind of here and there and whenever I can, which was more often than I should be working. Any normal human should be working. So my goal is to keep that up when I transition out it's easy when you have folks here being like hey we had cooked for dinner for you of course you know i'm not gonna say no i know it's wonderful
0: i love parents
1: yeah but so the trick will be for me when i you know the next couple weeks when i'm not here to shut that laptop down and say nope this was your stop time 6 p.m stop 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 Mm -hmm. stop no matter where you are Um, And I think I got this from you, unloading anything on my brain that's still on my brain in my notebook, and I can reorganize that the next day. That that might be my first task in the morning to reorganize any brain dump notes. Mm -hmm. Um, My other big thing for folks that are working full-time, they might relate to this and are building their copywriting business part-time, or frankly, are just working, you know, building a Mm part-time copywriting business. My other goal is I've started blocking time on my calendar specifically for Mm -hmm. freelance work. Uh, When I came on staff with Nikki, I just kind of went willy nilly with the freelance. I unloaded a lot of clients, but just thought, okay, now I have these, you know, one or two and it's fine. Uh, No, that's no way to (laughs) run your business. Um, And so I'm going to pick days that these are my freelance days. These are days I can take, you know, meetings with clients at lunch if I really need to. Um, I'm thinking Tuesdays, Thursdays for me. And then the rest of the time, not taking on freelance work. So making sure when I take it on, it's intentional. I'm not just taking it on to take it on and it fits in those time slots. And if it doesn't fit in those time slots, then goodbye.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We'll see how that works.
0: Well, and I think something else to consider is how you are spending those evenings after you've shut down. After you, you've logged out of work and how you're spending your weekends, um, I know that it's also 2020. It's something that came out of 2020, but just also being humans who love to be entertained, um, TV is such an easy go-to. I mean, there's never been more content available. So and much content, <laughs> glorious, um, and really not just not just, but you know, like I'm saying, I love podcasts, and there's always new podcasts in my app, and and. Clearly, uh, if you're listening to this, you either love podcasts, or if you're watching this, you love videos as well. Um, and there is definitely a place for all of that. But I've found that um, being a, a re- receiver for because I, I don't I, that's how I end up thinking about it, especially with TV is I just kind of become a passive receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't give my brain a chance to relax. The way that the way that my brain interacts with TV, and don't get me wrong, I am not about to give up my 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 television. I need Ted Lasso on Friday nights. Um, there, they, you know, sometimes I just want Ted Lasso, and sometimes I really need an episode of Ted Lasso. Um, but it gets to a point where when you're watching one episode and you're watching two episodes and you're watching three, and I think we all know this feeling, your brain just kind of turns to muck. And you you don't feel especially like after a weekend of like watching TV and just sitting around and kind of doing nothing, you don't feel refreshed. It feels kind of like an extension of that that burnout.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's so easy, and you know we all yell at Netflix when it's like still watching. Yes, Netflix, I'm still watching. Stop but. judging me. <laughs> I'm going to try to start listening to... There's a reason why Netflix asks. Um, it knows me better than I know myself. You should really stop now, Kate, Go what, for is a what walk, it should Kate. say. Yeah. yeah. Go yeah. walk the dog,
0: Kate. Walk the dog, Kate. Yeah. But it's it's it, it doesn't allow our brains that break. And it's funny because you would think, well, okay, if it's, it's content, then books are the same way or, or reading articles... Um, and I don't find that to be the case. I find that books are very refreshing and even articles can be very refreshing. Be careful if you're online because it's easy to go down that, that yeah. rabbit hole of one article, like a Buzzfeed article. And then I'm going to do a quiz on Buzzfeed. And then it's that same kind of, I guess. I'm going to uh,
1: Wikipedia. How old is George Clooney now? Wait, yes, but how exactly. old's them all? Oh, this is a great Things question. I don't need to know.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, No, but that's exactly the case is it's, 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 maybe that's part of it too with TV is is just getting in and watching episode after episode after episode. And you're not even choosing anymore. You're kind of giving into those base, those base instincts, those base desires. And it's the same thing with the internet or with, um, with social media or, or any of those sites where it's like, well, yes, I'm going to do this quiz and then I'm going to do this quiz because I need to know what, Disney princess would be my perfect sidekick. And I also need to know if they can guess my age based on what I would have for <laughs> breakfast. I'm not joking. I've done all these quizzes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely.
1: Which Taylor Swift album are you? I don't, I think I was red.
0: Oh, Hey, congratulations. Yeah, That's a thanks. solid one. That it was it's a good one. one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so in your evenings on your weekends, just be cognizant of what activities you're actually choosing to to, to help yourself turn off, um, or, or not, just not turn off, but to help yourself recharge. I have found that, um, reading books, even if it's, you know, on a tablet, whatever reading books is great. Um, going for a walk and, or working out, spending time with friends. Remember mm-hmm. those <laughs> friends
1: for our families with children,
0: Yeah, spending a, time with
1: them <laughs>
0: Exactly. There's a brief window. We could see them again and Maybe you can on see tip, some yeah. of them again now. Um, but recharging with other people is a big, important thing, too. Um, just a couple of weekends ago, I we had a packed weekend of activities. And I thought, oh, God, Monday, I'm going to be so tired. And actually, it was a very productive Monday because my brain had not – because my brain had been doing something different and something um, something valuable and gave my brain a chance to think about something else versus work and content and all of that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So um, if you're looking for books to read, we certainly have a whole list so of many, recommendations many. Yes. Um, and we can put those in the the podcast notes. Oh yes.
1: Yes. Um, and I them. find just as a, po- a bonus aside, all of them are quite good. I, we both read, you know, anything we recommend, we've actually read or else we wouldn't recommend it. Uh, that said, I find nonfiction is just a great way to put me to sleep. Even if it's super interesting, it's a good nighttime mm-hmm. read. I'll take some notes and then I'm like, yeah, five pages. I'm starting to nod off. Yeah, nonfiction is really good for that. Yeah,
0: that's enough. Well, and actually, that's a great point, too, in terms of, of nodding off. If you have trouble, like powering down at the end of the night, Maybe looking into some of the, I was going to say, didn't you just start doing, was it the, the calm app? Yeah. Calm
1: I love their sleep stories. They're very silly if you actually listen to them, but the tone and the cadence and the music and the, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think I've ever gotten through a full one before it actually genuinely puts me to sleep, which is, yeah. I, I'm a hard my husband goes down in two seconds. I take for, I'm the kid at the sleepover who is always up, you know, all night because I couldn't mm-hmm. fall asleep. So yeah,
0: well, it's weird sleeping in somebody else's house. It is weird. And yeah. Sleeping bags are not comfortable. I was it's, not a fan know. of
1: sleepovers. So anyway, yeah.
0: um, <laughs> no, and actually, you uh, mentioned that there's another podcast that I will listen to periodically called nothing much happens. Um, and it's, it's, sounds glorious it's very delightful and actually I think the writers among us will really which is all of us uh will really enjoy it because this woman writes and narrates um they're they're just pleasant little stories they don't even really have a beginning or an end like it'll be about
1: nothing nothing. really happens
0: exactly like (laughs) walking to town for a stroll on a summer night and it's it's how lovely very lovely and she reads it through twice so even if the first time you're paying attention the second time you could just let it go um but so our, our point is if you have trouble really at the end of the night powering down there are so many different options um and yes I realize that those are both those, they, they happen to both be on the phone and it may be that you need to have your phone in a separate bedroom or a separate room as many people will um, recommend. I don't quite go that far myself. Plus how am I supposed to wake up? My alarm's on my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, but find what works for you to, to actually get yourself to the point where your brain can just relax and you can fall asleep. No more YouTube rabbit holes, I just Kate. am amazed
1: that people can keep up with the amount of content created on the internet all the memes all the videos I feel like I watched this much of it even going down my rabbit holes and I don't know what people are talking about but I'm okay with that FOMO is real which I understand it's that real. be okay with FOMO yeah.
0: yeah which is
1: fear of missing out in case just in case anyone in case it's is not familiar yes yeah.
0: exactly yes no have take a little bit of joy in missing out missing out yes. on the alerts on your computer so there you have it uh some tips some best practices quite frankly uh, as you've seen a few things that kate and i need to work on we some have goals. Made, yes so we got some goals we have made some commitments um i have two and a half hours 4 30 eastern time i have two and a half hours before i have to shut down my computer and i'm going to do it on Friday. I'm going to decide exactly when on the weekend I will work and it will not be all weekend.
1: I'm going to test um, this. I'll send her Slack messages, guys, no, and let you know if she responds. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can she uh, ignore me? <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll have to see how this goes. Wish me luck, everybody. Um, and we also wish you luck uh, setting up similar parameters for yourselves. It is so important We need to take care of ourselves. We are the most important assets in our business, um, and we cannot afford to let ourselves burn out. So we strongly encourage you to, like we said before, and if you didn't check out that episode, check out the the morning routines, but also put together a, a good evening and really weekend routine to make sure that you give yourself time to actually unwind. And with that, we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us on the Build Your Copywriting Business Podcast. If you liked what you heard, I'd really appreciate it if you could take a minute or two to leave us a five-star review. I read each one and they mean the world to me and our team. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and if you want to keep learning, follow us at Filthy Rich Writer across social media and on the site. And of course, if your interest is piqued and you think copywriting might be right for you, check out our free on-demand video training at www.freecopywritingtraining.com. Talk to you next time.